yes, we are back. Giannis dropped a 50 piece, baby. Actually, 54. <laughs> we got to talk about it. All right, so we got these Bucks Pacers. First of all, Giannis and Tyrese Halliburton went crazy. Giannis scored 54 points on 19 to 25, shooting with 12 rips. 16 from 18 from the free throw line. You remember, it was foul Giannis and put him on the line. It ain't that no more. Yeah, you can't get away with that. K. Middleton. Okay, Chris. 19 points. He decided to play. He decided to play. His knee ain't hurting today. (laughs) Then you got Beasley with 13, but this is the kicker, and we're going to dig off in this one. Uh, Damon Leonard was a DNP. He didn't play. His calf is hurting. Hey, man, rest how you need to. Then you got Pacers side, Halliburton, 29 points on 10 of 17 shooting, made all his free throws. And this man right here, Matthew Ruin, Matherin. Matherin. He had 26 points. He a forward. Don't know a whole lot about him. We'll talk about it, though. Turner gave him 21. Buddy Hill dropped in 11. Great game. But the Bucks lost. Yeah. And, 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 and can we can we still say Dame Dollar? Because he didn't even play. So Giannis did what he could do. Bucks lose 124-126 to the Patriots. Talk to me. Um... Bucks is just making rising more and more questions for me every time they take the court. Absolutely. Because it's like, what do you... Giannis did Giannis. And again, it showed, even with Chris Middleton, he only played 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. He did have 19 in those 20 minutes. Good yeah. game. That's a great game. Right. Where the rest of the production is coming from. Absolutely, yeah. So you're telling me you got to have Dame and Giannis play Dame and Giannis ball every game. Mm-hmm. Every game. Cause you're not, you don't know what you're getting from Chris Middleton. Cause you don't even know if he's gonna play. Brooke Lopez is not Splash Mountain anymore. Right. He on that boy can't hit nothing. He ain't even a water sprinkler. And he got his brother on the same team too. Was, I think y'all wasting uh, spots on, on the roster. Families, on, y'all trying to have family. This ain't a family affair. Yeah, I don't know. We need they, players. They. It didn't. It comes down to like Malik Beasley at the end of the game not fighting over an imaginary screen. Uh huh. It's it's bad. It's just. Right now, y'all are in a bad spot, and people aren't realizing it because you did pull off the massive trade to get that. Absolutely. I think people are thinking y'all are just going to be able to skate through with having two of the best players in the league when we've seen that's not the case. I ain't never heard of the big two. That's not the case. You're going to have to get somebody else to step up, and maybe when Chris Middleton decides to play consistently, he'll be that guy. But again, I don't. y'all don't have a legit perimeter threat on defense, mm-hmm. and y'all don't have a legit... I'm scared of this third guy. Right. So that's because, like you said, you look at the paces, three people in 20, and that's without, um, what's his name, going Buddy Hill having a one of his games. Right. Without yeah. him shooting the ball the way he can shoot it. Right. I would think a little bit more out of him, but you know? he, yeah. And that's Benedict Matherin. He's in his second year. Mm-hmm. To be able to go out and put up a 26-11 and 11 game against the Milwaukee Bucks team shows that he is on the right. And that's a promising prospect. They go and get Bruce Brown, who is that 11, 9, and 7. He's that glue, do everything guy. The Pacers, you can see, that's a full team out there. Right. It's not just Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. He can go out there and play his game and do, and also know my guys are going to give me something. That's really what you want your leading score to be in the 20s, not yeah, the 50s. Not 54. Right. And, and it still even be a game. Mm-hmm. If my star gives me 54, I expect it to be up by double digits. Absolutely. So that's just on. He he needs help. He needs something more. And maybe maybe it's because Dave didn't play. But but I mean, listen. Even if he didn't play, and you split those right down the middle, Giannis twenty five, Dame twenty five, they still lose. They still lose. Yeah, you're gonna need thirty thirty from them too. So listen. It, it, <clears throat> but that it, takes it, Sasha away from Chris Middleton. So who's to say he gets his nineteen <laughs> that helps y'all stay close? Absolutely. So they locked up Giannis with a... He signed another deal. Mm-hmm. So they got him locked up and everything. And I don't even know if he got the max out of that deal because they said... Uh, he was taking pay cuts for them to pay his brother and stuff. Okay. So going forward from that, where are they going, man? Because I, when, when the trade first happened and they said Damian Litter is leaving the Portland Trailblazers, going to the Milwaukee Bucks... 
I don't know what's going on with the Miami thing, but we ain't really talking about it because he ain't there. Yeah. Where you see this team going, man? I mean, I don't, I don't know if they even gonna make the playoffs because uh, they'll be in the playoffs. They're gonna be okay. They'll be in the playoffs. Just Giannis will get you to the playoffs. Play a uh, playing nah. game. <laughs> what seed? Because <laughs> uh, right now, what they're top three, four, mm. and that's with them figuring it out. I, that's the thing. I still think they will figure it out. And Dave has been playing bad to start the season off, which you don't expect him to play that way the whole season. Yeah, he did come up some cold shooting. Yeah, so I but think they'll, they can sneak in top three or four seed. Mm-hmm. Cause I, like I said, the least at – I mean, I was about to call them the least. But the East I – mean, <laughs> the once you get past the Celtics, 76ers, it becomes a toss-up. Okay. Because I think those two are by far the better teams out. Okay. Like, they're – Solidify themselves at the top two teams out east. Right. Then you get into where it's kind of murky. Cause yeah, you got Giannis and Dame out in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You got the Heat coach in Miami who has shown they can always compete. Then you get to teams like upcoming Orlando Magic, mm-hmm. New York Knicks, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got our Hornets. You got, yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. The East is very top heavy. When I say top heavy, is one, two, maybe four, mm-hmm. maybe four teams that you're really concerned about. And their bottom is scrambled eggs. And the bottom is just, let's see who can get there. <laughs> right. Who wants to play some more games? Not, not who wants to compete to win. Hey, y'all just get some extra games. There. So let me let me ask you something. So I'm just going to put out a couple of teams and everything or whatever, make sure I'm still on the right side of things. So what about the, the Detroit Pistons, the Orlando Magic, and also uh, Chicago Bulls? Chicago Bulls. I think they're on that. They're heading towards just blowing it all up. I think what they did, I think the Lonzo injury messed up what they were trying. Is he going to ever play again? I don't think so. Just with your knees gone. Yeah, you need your knees to play basketball. Yeah, your knee is completely gone. Mm-hmm. And you've been dealing with it for two seasons. Mm-hmm. You've missed two full seasons with this. Right. I don't see it. Even if you do come back, who are you? Right. Who will you be? Yeah, be Lonzo. That your best thing is running up down the floor, making passes and playing defense. What was the other player, man, that, that set out for like two years and everything? It was it, it was a John Wall. John Wall. It was John Wall. He he set out about that long, but yeah. he finally came back and done a little bit and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, but this he don't can't look- find a spot. Yeah. yeah, he went to Houston right when they were starting that young. They wanted to play the young guys, so mm-hmm. he just was there, mm-hmm. and then he finally got out to. The Clippers, mm-hmm. as soon as he get there, mm-hmm. they bring in Westbrook. Right. So he just keeps de- getting dealt bad hands after dealing with that injury. Because he came back and showed he could still play. Right. He He's not as explosive as he was, mm-hmm. but he can still play. He, mm-hmm. He's a good 16.76 guy. Right. And that's something you can use on the Lakers. <laughs> hey, think about it. Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got people out there sitting who can help your team. Right. DeMarcus Cousins, I think, still can help a team. You mm-hmm. got the White Howard, who can still help a team. You got That's, he's a he's a he's a he's a rebounding beast. You got uh, more more yeah. shot opportunities. You got John Wall, who can help a team. I'd bring back Carmelo and just give him a green light off the bench because he can help your team. Mm-hmm. It's just out of retirement. Yeah, out of fresh off. <laughs> fresh off. Yeah, he was just in the Knicks. He was just up in Madison Square Garden watching the Knicks play. Uh huh. As soon as that game over, I would have had him on the plane. <laughs> I feel you. Just because it, it, I keep saying the Lakers because that's my team and it's, it's the perfect example. You Where a team needs just a little extra, mm-hmm. why not get a guy mm-hmm. who's shown he can give a lot extra? Right. Yeah, you might be. That's what I'm saying. You're not expecting him to give you that, but mm-hmm. you don't need that. Right. You need just a, a glimpse of it. You just a taste yeah. of what he can do. Right. And now to help your team. Mm-hmm. And you're not you're not telling him to come in and play 30, 40 minutes. Right. Maybe not even 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Come off the bench, let LeBron, AD, whoever get a rest, and we can still expect some type of scoring. Have some production out there, man. Don't go on four- and five-minute droughts. Yeah. So you do feel that the Bucks, Giannis, and Dame are going to figure it out? Yeah. I mean, okay. I think they figure it out, them two alone, to the point where they get in top five. Okay. I think they don't drop below top five. 
Okay, well, that's cool. We're going to keep an eye on it. So, check this out. Let's talk about the in-season tournament play. I know it was because the flow changed last night. So, it was some in-season tournament play, bruh. Listen, let's start right here. And I know you really got a lot to say about this. The Clippers are 0-3 with James Harden on the flow. Clippers math. Now, that game ended up being uh, Mavs 144 Clippers 126. Now, check this stat line. Leonard had 26. Okay. Harden, 14. Paul George, he ain't happy right now. He only had eight. Looked like a game. He might have been upset with what was happening. Then Westbrook, you don't expect no more out of than him than 14 anyway. Yeah. Luca, 44. Red hot. Uncle Drew, 27. And then outside threat, Tim Hardaway Jr., 17. Talk to me. 0 and 3 Clippers. They called the paper clips, but I didn't. I, you didn't hear that from me. Yeah, this just this 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 not what you want. This not what you want. <laughs> that ain't what you want. This ain't what you want from from the Clippers right now. And this because this how do you fix it? And that's what I think. I think that's the biggest question with anybody that I see struggling. Yeah, you got to have an answer. Mm-hmm. And it can't. And I don't see uh, you guys as hands. I don't see. <laughs> I thought the answer was Harden. It seemed like a, such a knee-jerk reaction, yeah, man. I don't, think was, I don't even see why. Why I did you do it? Why, why did he do it? Just because he said he wanted to come out there? Come on, man. He not swinging that big of a bat. Yeah, y'all don't I mean, you said, oh, this is who I want to play for, so send me out there. First of all, first of all, you taking the seven sixes on like a seven-game win streak. My boy Tyrese Maxey, okay. Yeah, can I read something to you? Talk to me because I'm listening. Let me find it. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> this is wild to me. Joel Embiid, last seven games. You were right. Seven game win streak. Over those last seven games, Joel Embiid, 33 16, two blocks. 27 10, four blocks. 48 11, six assists. 26 11, one block. 28 13, seven assists. 35 15, Six blocks, 34, nine, and eight assists. Oh, my goodness. Ain't skipped a beat. And then in the last game, he had 33, I believe. Yeah, they beat the Pistons 33-16 and three. Tyrese Maxey, 29, 11 assists, and six rebounds. Mm, mm, They're mm. not hurting. At all. They're actually in a better position without you, James. <laughs> let's, let's just think about go it. Go ahead and say that they're in a better position without you because they don't have that ego on the team anymore. Right, and they they, they still may bring back Danny Green and, and just get a little bit tighter just, defense yeah, too. Can't hurt having an extra shooter. So right, it's like you 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 took yourself out of a great situation mm-hmm. playing next to an MVP, an upriser, and Tyrese Maxey, who's only going he's only getting better to go. To a situation where the last couple of years has been so many questions about the Clippers. Right. Health-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chemistry-wise. You bring in Westbrook. That was, where does he fit? Yeah. You got Terrace Mann off the bench who, he's not happy. And I don't, it just shows he doesn't think the Clippers really believe in him, but y'all don't want to let him go. Yeah. So y'all know he's a talent. Mm-hmm. Y'all see that. Right. But you guys keep pushing him further and further down the depth chart. Right. I see that when y'all brought in Bones Highland from Denver. Mm-hmm. Our, Terrence Mann is just getting pushed further and further down of just where his responsibility is on the team. Right. Because now where does he fit? Mm-hmm. It's just, I think... You can have too much going on on the team. They definitely do. And that Paul George eight points really stand out to me. Unless that man was hurt, what happened there? Just, it's only one ball. Yeah. And you got to get Kawhi touches because he's your he's your guy. You mm-hmm. got to get him touches. James mm-hmm. Harden is going to demand the ball. He's mm-hmm. going to take it. He'll take the ball and not give it back. Yeah, he's going to take his shot. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. He's going to do him. Mm-hmm. He's going to play his style of game. Paul yeah, Westbrook is like a losing triple-double. Yeah, and Paul George is a – I say Paul George is a real basketball player. He's a hooper. He is. He's a real hooper. So he's not, he's not going to be a – Pouty face crying about it. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to make the best of it. When I do touch the ball, I'm going to make a play. Right. But I'm not going to force it. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's the outlier of this team just because of his style of play. Mm-hmm. Yes, he can play off ball, but he's also one of those shifty guys who his ball handling is so underrated. Like the way he handles the ball, the way he can ISO. That's what you bring him in for to play next to a Paul. I mean, next to a Kawhi Leonard. His scoring and also two-way. He was a great two-way defender. Now, like I said, same thing with Terrence Mann. I was just pushing him further down the totem pole of responsibility. 
So, so with that, with that being said, all right, you got James Harden gets on his team and he gets work. And, and no, James Harden leaves the 76ers, they get better. He joined the Clippers, they get worse. So, where you see this Clipper team going right now? Playing, it, I think that's what you're aiming for. And they'll probably have to win two games to get it and get anything out of that. Yeah, they might end up at that that last ninth, tenth. Spot right, where they gotta just because you guys are starting off so slow, and this is the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Is this monsters, is the West? It's monsters all up and down this thing. It is. Even the Houston Rockets, who you think like they're competing, they're mm-hmm. playing every night. Mm-hmm. So it's just we gotta see. Uh, James, you might be the problem, man. Yeah, hey, it is what it is. You know, we're just talking how we see it. You know, you, what 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 did you what did you call it? I like the way you put it. The eye test. The eye test. I see you. All right, next. <laughs> you know, I'm happy to say about this. Well, first of all, before I even get to that one, we just said about the 76ers and the Pistons. We just go ahead and just drop that little that little note for you right there. What did what did they uh, the score on that game end up being? Oh yeah, 76ers one fourteen. Pistons 106. Joe, like you say, Joel Embiid dropped in 33. Tyrese Maxey dropped in 29. We had a Tobias Harris showing with 24. D. Melton, 10 points. Now, you, now, now, now let's talk about the, the Pistons for just one quick second. You, you got Jay Duran, four. He, he only had four points. No, I don't understand that one. Hayes, 23. Uh, Cunningham. Now he did score twenty four, but twenty one points. But is, is he right now underproducing? I don't. I, I like Kate. Mm. I think it's just they're a young team. Yeah, and trying to figure out like the Killian Hayes thing. Mm-hmm. He's so up and down. Right. Like he'll he'll look like a complete bust out there one game. Mm. And he'll give you a twenty three, and I think like his stats last night was was a, he had a pretty good game. It's just. Yeah, he had 23 uh, the other night. Yeah, it's just, I, they're in a rough spot. Just figuring it out. They're young. And like I said, they're doing the right things, though, because Cade is one of those, he is a great building point. Duran, Duran is a question mark. Yeah. Because he's going to have to be an inside presence mm. to the point where they have to respect it. Right. Instead of just letting him do whatever, just floating out there uh-huh. and just grabbing rebounds. You got to be some type of force down there mm-hmm. that people got to respect and put somebody on you. But I don't think K. Let me. Now, let me ask you this, you know, while you're checking that out. Ivy, don't he play on this team too? That's the question part for me. But, but he hurt right now, right? Yeah. Okay, so when they get him back, this could very, uh, very easily been a flip-flop as far as the score with the Pistons pulling out one against the 76ers, perhaps. Yeah. But then you got you got Thompson, you know, he's taking, he's the rookie and everything. He gave him 12. But what about Bagley the third, man? He only gave six points, man. Is he underperforming? Because Bagley, man, uh, he used to be a presence, at least offensively. Um, it's a good the fit for him. with Duran, they went and got uh James Wiseman. Uh-huh. And it's somebody else on that team that I'm just not thinking of. Mm-hmm. But he's just and that's the thing. I think he's been trying to figure out who he's gonna be in the NBA. Right. Even when he got drafted to the uh Kings. It was just figured out who he's gonna be. Right. Cause he was just an athletic monster mm-hmm. growing up. Like he depended so much on his athletic ability. Yeah. And you can't just coast on that. It only goes so far. Yeah. It does go, but only so yeah, far. Only so far. So I think it's just gonna. Like I said, this team is one of those teams where, as a whole, they're mm-hmm. figuring out their identity. Mm-hmm. But also the players are still trying to figure out who. Because Cade's what in his second, third year. Mm-hmm. I think he dealt with injuries too in the past couple seasons. Right. So it's just figuring out who they're going to be as a team and as players. And like this year, Cade's up to twenty three. 23.7 and 7 assists which is deep and that's a he's steady going up each year mm. so he's improving each year so he, yeah it's not an underperforming by him it's just the team isn't that good mm. and they're and like I said they're young so and they got a new coach though they got a new coach they're missing one of their lottery picks from last year in Jaden Ivey right a store is not really a score uh huh so that's what they missed from Jaden then why did they draft him a store is a Asura's a utility guy. He can do everything. I can not gonna say his shot is fine. Other than that, he he's decent. He mm-hmm. can he can get to the basket. He's rebounding and assisting. Like he's doing everything except shooting the ball with him. Okay, all right. That's very intriguing to me. I got you. I think you're gonna really enjoy what I'm about to tell you. 
Let's do it. I think you're going to really enjoy what I'm about to tell you. Hornets win. Hornets win. I said Hornets win in an in-season tournament too, baby. Group stage action. Hornets 124, Washington 117. Now, I'm just going to drop down these numbers real quick, and you got to give me your thought process. Williams gave you 21. PJ? 11. Then you got LaMelo Ball with 25 hot. Then you got Haywood with a 27-piece. Brandon Miller, 12. He, he's get, he's there. Richards gave you 15. And on Washington's side of the ball, Kuzma had 17. That's all he needed to get anyway. Hornets win. Talk to me. 124-117. In-season first tourney win. Shout out to Mark Williams, man. Shout out. Mark Williams, man, literally won us that game. Ooh, ooh. He got 21 and 20. It's hard to lose when you get that. <laughs> it's hard to lose because then he's not even supposed to do that. He's not supposed to have 20 points <laughs> at all. He's not supposed to. I know to. one game he was all day offense. All, everything. So it's just, it's good to see. And this is what I've been saying. Trade Terry Rozier. Mm-hmm. Trade Terry. Because he, he, he didn't play. He didn't play. And they looked better. <laughs> they honestly just looked better because you got to think. Like I said, LaMelo Ball needs the ball in his hands mm-hmm. to play the best style of basketball for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward fits better than Terry. So if I had to choose one of those two, mm-hmm. I'm choosing Gordon. Mm-hmm. For what he, this is a perfect example. 27, still had nine assists plus the five rebounds. Terry's not giving us that. Right. He might give us the 27. Mm-hmm. I doubt the other two stats. Right. Because he's not looking to pass the ball like that. And right. he's not going down there and banging for no rebounds. Exactly. Then you get to Paul... I don't know why they got his full name out here. Paul Jermaine Washington Jr. <laughs> PJ. It's PJ, y'all. It's PJ. It's PJ. But even, like I said, he's probably been our best player up until this game. Yeah, and he has been. He had 11 and 10. Right. So you can't. Still had a double-double. Can't be mad at that. We had a Dick Richard Sighton, 15 and 8, which is great coming off the bench. And that's a big man that needs to score. That's, you need to score. <laughs> you need to be catching lobs and scoring. JT Thor needs to hit them outside shots better. But then this is the same thing I said. We don't. Theo Maladon is our backup. Like, he's getting the most minutes as a guard off the bench. Mm-hmm. Bryce McGowan is second. How you feel about him? Bryce McGowan? Yeah. I haven't seen a lot to really make an a, a like an assessment on him. Okay, but I don't think he's I don't think he was the answer in that draft. Okay, just because we was trying to get a tall guard, we was trying to find a Lamelo for the bench, right? And I don't think he was that, especially with us having. I did like James Booknight. Mm-hmm. He showed flashes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you could play them two together. Okay, so I think and that's what I was saying. Boom Mike didn't test the floor. Leaky Black didn't test the floor. Mari Bailey didn't test the floor. Frank Lincoln didn't test the floor. Ish Smith didn't test the floor. Nick Smith Jr. didn't test the floor. All these guys that, and some of those are first-round picks. Boom Mike, first-round pick. Nick right. Smith Jr., first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we playing them? Well, uh, coaching, I mean, I'm just going to say it, okay? Now, it is what it is. But you're going to sit here and you're going to have these players on the bench and you're trying to win professional NBA basketball games, but you're not going to put the productivity out on the floor. Who fault is that? Yeah, that's all coaches. But that's, we've talked about that, I think, too much on these podcasts. Yeah, we, Clifford yeah. And, you right. And the foolishness of even bringing him back. Well, that's fine. Well, I, like I say, okay, Hornets win and everybody happy. Queen City for life, okay? Let's go ahead and move on because we hope they win their next one too. I don't know who that's against, but uh, keep on, keep it on, Charlotte Hornets winning them ball games. Knicks, uh, no, Knicks, huh? my bad. Nets, Celtics. The Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics 121, uh, Nets 107. Now, the first thing that I did, and the only person that I really looked at on the Nets side, it was a 20-point production night for Lonnie Walker. He used to play for them Lakers. They could use that productivity right now. I'll let you get into that. 
Uh, Prozingis, he only put out nine. I guess his red hot shooting fourth option cooled off, but everybody can have a bad night. But this is what stood out to me. Jason Tatum, 23. Holiday, 13. Jalen Brown, 28. D. White, 11. And Pritchard, 13. You can't get no more balanced than that. Who is Sam Hauser? He gave him 15. Yes, what are we doing? That's they look right. okay. Hey, that's about now. Is that that's the balanced team in the East? Best team in the East, if you ask me. <laughs> it, it, it just comes. It just comes because they're so deep, and it's just gonna keep coming at you. Right. It's just gonna keep. Well, yeah. It's just gonna keep coming. You get. And I think the most slept on thing about the whole Damian Lillard saga is Giroud ended up in Boston. Mm-hmm. That's the most underrated part of that trade. Or that whole. Leading, you know, everything leading up to that, him ending up in Boston. Mm-hmm. You got to think that puts in perfect example is when they played the Timberwolves. Okay, they were able to put him on Carl Anthony Towns mm-hmm. and have Jalen Brown guarding whoever out there. Right, just you know. Mm-hmm. So when they come to set screens, yeah, Jalen Brown was on Anthony Edwards mm-hmm. to start off. Jeru is on Carl Anthony Towns. So when they come to set screens, what you doing? <laughs> what you doing? Right. Now, all you doing is putting Jeru at the point of attack. And Jalen Brown can hold his own against Cat too. Absolutely. Porzingis is just floating because he's guarding Rudy Gobert who can't shoot. Right. So now he's just floating around the rim. That changes everything for that defense. Right. Which was already a scrappy defensive team with Derek White coming off the bench. Jason Tatum can defend. Jalen Brown. Chris Stops is rejuvenated. And our offer is just old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> but but he's tall. You can't teach tall. You know, so they, just, <laughs> they, they took a team that was on the verge of winning a championship a couple years ago. Already. And doubled down on it. Double down. They're not sitting on their lungs. They're not trying to waste none of this window that they got. So is this breaking news? Is this the year? Is this the year for the Boston Celtics? I think this is the best year that they're going to have. This is the best chance they're going to have. You heard it here, people. (laughs) Right now. Because I think who, what team can't they compete with? Oh, they can compete with every last one of them. Up and down anybody's roster. They're just as good. Mm-hmm. Up and down anybody's roster, they're just as good. So mm-hmm. it's just going to be... And like you said, they can come out and one of them can put up a stinker. Mm-hmm. Because four of us is going... Five, four, six are going <laughs> to do our thing. Right. You can depend on Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum each night. Right. Then Giroud is liable to burst off of 20 points. We've seen Kristaps, who's been hitting the threes so well this year. Derek White can bust off for 15 to 20 points. Right. Peyton Pritchett is a flamethrower when he gets it going. Mm. And I don't know who Sam Hauser is, but he gave him 15. 15 and we don't know who he is, but they won. And listen, and to wrap all of that up, they, they took and I guess they really like their coach, too, that they have currently right now. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing, man. Celtics, we see you. Listen, how about these Pelican, Zion Williamson, Pelican, and these Houston Rockets, okay? Now, when you take you look at that situation, you got the, uh, the it, it was a close game, but I don't know how close it actually was because you had the Pelicans with 101 and then the, the Rockets squeezed it out with 104. Brandon Ingram had, uh, what, 31. Zion gave him 24. And your boy, Valachutanis, you know how you say his name. I, don't, I can't, <laughs> 15, all right? And then on the Rockets side, you got Singon, 24, Van Fleet, 20. Jalen Green hit 25. You expect that. Smith Jr. had six. And even Dylan the villain gave him 10. What's going on with these Pelicans, man? Because they they got a big three, but not really. But, I mean, it all floats on Zion and his productivity. If he's going to be playing. (laughs) I think right now they're just happy that he's playing. I think this (laughs) is how he's going to court. Yeah, exactly. And they're trying to figure – they're trying to let him get back into the – Swing of things, but he's playing good basketball out there, right? It's, it's just he still play bully ball though, yeah, a yeah. lot of bully ball. It's just a, what do you expect from him? <laughs> that boy? Six six two eighty. <laughs> what do you expect from him? Right, but it's just they're in a position they just got to fill the roster out more. Okay, that's all it is because you can't just depend on Brandon Ingram and Zion Williams. Right. Williams. That's not going to get it done because Brandon Ingram, I like him. You know, he came out of Duke, but he he I, automatic. 
Brandon Ingram is, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You you already know. Hey, whenever it happens, he going to take and make it do exactly he what it needs to do. Potential to he still has that. I'm not saying to be Kevin Durant, but he has that Kevin Durant esque right game to where if he just took advantage of it, mm-hmm. get to a spot, pull up. They can't really defend it, right? And he has that. But the Rockets, man, they hey. They did something right yeah. this offseason. They not something right. They did a lot of things right this right. offseason. From hiring who they hired as their coach, uh-huh. bringing in Fred Van Vliet, and even the signing of uh, Dylan Navilla. Right. It all changed that team over a couple months. It did, didn't it? Over a couple months. This is a brand new team. Mm-hmm. And, and you got you to gotta respect it because now I've always loved Sin Goon. I think he's a mini joker okay. in a way, uh-huh. but more athletic. Okay. And then Jalen Green is an athletic freak. Yeah, he I is, man. He, he's fun to watch. I think he needed to not play point. Mm-hmm. He's more of a scorer. Mm-hmm. Don't, he doesn't need the responsibility of trying to set up the team. Right. Just let him go out there and try to get his. Mm-hmm. So I think that Fred Van Vliet pick, mm-hmm. them coming and paying. Everybody thought they overpaid Fred. Mm-hmm. But Fred, you get you get championship knowledge, experience. That's what I'm saying. He he was with that Kawhi Leonard type situation. experience, playoff experience. Yeah. And you get a leader which mm. on a young team is so valuable. Right. It's, you can't replace just leadership. It's hard to come by. So I think, and then you got Jabari Smith played bad this game. They're in a good spot. They're in a good spot and I think they're ahead of schedule, actually. Okay, and that's a wonderful thing. It's gonna be fun to watch, man. It actually is. Now you know, you know, we can't we can't go without talking about uh, uh, two more uh, major type situations: Timberwolves and Victor Wambiamo and the Spurs. Now this was a decent game. Now the Tim- Timberwolves pulled it out one seventeen one one team. But let me take and hit this 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 uh, stat line for you. A uh, Gobert, he had eleven. Okay. Your boy Anthony Edwards, would you say should have won? What what he should have won? Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Gave him 28. K-Town, Catman, 29. Michael Conley, he gave him 11. Josh McDaniels, he gave him 10. But let's look at the Spurs for a second. You got what you got? Collins, 11. Victor, 29. And then Vassell matched him with 29. And then say my man's name, Sochan. Sochan. Sochan, 14. What you think, man, because Victor done everything he could do? Oh, yeah. Victor, I think every question, well, it wasn't really questions about him, but the struggles at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. I think those the worries and concerns about that is out the window. Right. I think we've seen enough from, I think we've already known enough. Right. But now that we're actually seeing it mm-hmm. come to fruition in the NBA, I don't think we're worried about him anymore. I think we just let whatever happens this year, because it is his first year, he is on a bad team. Whatever happens this year, just I hope we just appreciate getting to see this first firsthand live Ricky guy come in. He's gonna be he's dominating. Yeah, it's gonna I mean, be fun to watch, man. It's, it's so fun to watch. I want to watch every Spurs game to come on TV. I just do. What did they win to lose? And they're a scrappy young team too. Yeah, they play they play with a type of just. Attitude where it's like, yeah, we not supposed to be competing, mm-hmm. but we are exactly. We're, and now I think bringing in a victim with Minyama has brought a different type of energy to this team. Absolutely. And now they think they can win every game. They and, do think, and, and you have to believe <laughs> they do think we can compete with anybody and everybody. And it's just, hey, it's good to see. Yeah, it's good to see. Okay, yeah, I, and I love it, man. I absolutely love it. So let's keep watching it and make it do what it do. They say it's, good, it's the face of the franchise, so he don't have nowhere to go but up, man. Yeah. And he's still on his rookie. So listen, how about your Lakers, man? Now, now you're gonna have to talk to me about this one. The Lakers and the Suns played each other. They had a game. Both of them come in at four and five. Well, it was it, it turned to four and five, four and five as far as their record. Lakers one twenty two. Suns 119. I'm going to let you try to chop this up for us a little bit because LeBron was injured in the first quarter with a non-contact. Did AD play? Yeah. Oh, he played. I guess he better now. Spasm's gone. Go ahead just break it down for me. Yo, Lakers, your team, you know I like them too, but they did win this game, but at what cost? It's still scary because Suns aren't healthy. They still missing uh, Brad. I mean, they're still missing Devin Booker. Yeah, but Bill played and dropped twenty four. Dropped twenty four. Which, but that's the just just a three point win against a team without a Devin Booker. 
scares me. Well, it could have been a 30-point loss. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going with it. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's going to give you 20-30. Yeah, easy. You know what I'm saying? So, and then LeBron had to put together a master class at the end of this. He had to hurt. Hurt. And that's that's not a good position to win. And then Cam Reddish is taking clutch shots. That's not who you want the ball. Like, you don't want the – he made it. Granted, he made it. Give him his credit for that. After messing one the prior game. He shot all night. He, shot he went all- home and he shot – all night. He he didn't leave. He didn't leave the court. And he I, shot all night. That's what you want. But I I don't think it's ideal for him to be taking shots to be closing out again. Mm-hmm. I don't think that if that's the case, I think we're in a bad spot. Yeah, especially when you got AD and LeBron on AD the same team. And LeBron and then this Austin Reeves got benched last night. Yeah, for Cam Reddish. They started Cam. So uh, good move. They got us a win. Exactly. So it's, it's, hard to <laughs> it's hard to argue with it. If Think it, about it. <laughs> if, it gets you, if it gets you a win, and it was Cam Reddish's best game so far this year. Mm-hmm. And Austin Reeves is still doing about what he's been doing. He gave us 15 and 7. Right. So I don't, it didn't hurt. But paying, you know me, I go back to, y'all paid this man. Y'all paid him to come off the bench. Is that what we thought we was getting from Austin Reeves? No. Absolutely not. No, that's a disappointment. He was supposed to be a sharpshooter. You were supposed to be our third option. Exactly. And now you're not even in the starting five. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a problem if you ask me. That's a demotion. Yeah, that's a problem if you ask me. Okay, so you had AD, he had 18. LeBron, you know, turned into Superman LeBron, had 32. d gave you 19. Cam Reddish gave you 17. Austin Reeves did contribute 15 to it. But like you said, this was against the Suns that did not have Devin Booker. Okay, KD dropped in 38. Uh, where are we going from here? Hopefully, I think we're... It's just hard to say because shots are falling. Right. And that's just the biggest problem. We can't make shots. Mm-hmm. We, I think, talent-wise, we're there mm-hmm. to compete. Right. We could make a run mm-hmm. going forward. It's just people have to make their shots. Mm-hmm. We brought you guys in. That's most of you guys that we brought in were brought in for shooting. Absolutely. That's what hurt us last year. Mm-hmm. So if y'all aren't making shots, I think we're gonna see the GM come into play again. No. And we know how that goes. Exactly. Last year, it turned out good. It worked uh-huh. when we made all those moves. Right. Who's to say we get lucky again? Because mm-hmm. we thought we we thought we did everything right this offseason. You saw, you you asked for lightning to strike twice. That's And we've just talked about lightning in the bottle. Uh-huh. It, ain't, it don't work like that. Exactly. Well, that's very interesting. And, and just check this out, man. Got a little special, a little something for y'all uh, from the association. A little peek inside of things. Because we're going to have to talk about just a couple of things that I think y'all might be interested in hearing. Stay tuned for that from the association, the NBA. Now, this is what you've been waiting for. This is the favorite segment that everyone loves to listen to. Double D Dynamic Duo. My man D, what you got for your fans this week? We touched on it a little bit earlier. My Dynamic Duo of the week is going to be them boys out there in Dallas. Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. You talking Uncle Drew and Luka? Uncle Drew and Luka, man. (laughs) Just the... First off, let's just get that out. 44 and 27 is good and just stats-wise... Good enough for a dynamic duo mention. <laughs> but the way they went about it, uh-huh. it shows exactly what you expect from this team in Dallas. Okay. It was Luka, get it started, do what you do. I think he had 44 in the uh, – I think he had like 42 going into the fourth. Right. So he didn't score at all in that fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Kyrie Irving then took over. Yeah. And finished that game. Uh-huh. You do either one of them. You flip flop it whichever way you want to. Yeah. If they can keep that up, yeah, keep that formula. One of you guys started. Let me finish it. Yeah, whatever way that works. That's you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. You cannot beat this team if they run this like that. If Grant Williams is hitting his shots, which he didn't do last night, Derrick Jones didn't hit. They didn't shoot the ball well last night from three. Right. Other than Luca and Kyrie, Tim Hardaway two for eight from th- like. This team is going to be a problem if they can get this formula down. Right. Just let Luka start it off. 
and Kyrie, you play make a little bit more in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then we let you work. We let you do what we know what you can do. And Absolutely. He, he still missed. He shot five from nine for three, but he was eight from 19 overall. So he could still play a little bit. You give it? Right. This team is going to be scary. I mm-hmm. mean, they answered a lot of questions. The Derek Lively pickup in the draft is going to be huge for them. Okay. He gets acclimated to the league. He's shown flashes of being a great rim protector, rim runner type center in the league, which Luka and Kyrie can both benefit from. Right. They're going to be – and that was against this Clippers team. Exactly. That has so much firepower. And for y'all to outfire that team – Right. It shows – yeah, they got something. They, so, so, so you saying they figuring it out? They're figuring it out, which was all, which was the biggest question about it. Right? Can y'all, can both of them figure out how to make it work together? Right. If this is what they came up with, I like it. Kudos. I like it. Yeah, yeah, because they hadn't won a championship since Dirk. Since Dirk, they okay. came close. Right. So, 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 y- y- do you think this that year? I don't think it's this year. Because mm-hmm. they're still. Just from top to bottom on their roster, mm-hmm. I think there's still a couple players away because you can't you can't expect Kyrie and Luca to go out there and beat some of these other teams, right? Like a Phoenix, like just that because that firepower is different. Mm-hmm. We thought the Clippers had this five. We know the Suns got it exactly. And if we go into like the Nuggets, I think are a better full complete team. Still defending champions, yeah, man, and, and they they still showing it. And then. My Lakers, you can never count out LeBron. Right. And then you still got, like, Warriors out there who mm-hmm. look good, even mm-hmm. with bringing in Chris Paul. Like, mm-hmm. they're content. They're, they're going to make noise. Mm-hmm. They're not somebody that – I mean, they can win, I think, any series. Okay. But some of it will be considered upsets. Okay. Some of – regardless of what ranking, regardless of what seeding is, yeah. some of those teams – you just look at it as an upset. Mm-hmm. Now, we already know any given day when it comes to any sports. Absolutely. Any given day. Game by game, day by day, but week by week. when you have a Luka Doncic and, and Uncle a Drew. Kyrie on your team, yeah. any day gets multiplied by 10. Yeah, absolutely. So, I think they're in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Like Just like the Lakers, they got to make shots. The rest of the team has to make shots. Right. And then they just need to figure out Defense. Mm-hmm. You got Luka and Kyrie, which does set you back a little bit defensively. Because they're not the best defensive players out yeah, there. Luka is... Middle uh, of the road. Yeah, he's, uh, what's the word, uh, laterally challenged. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's laterally challenged. Uh-huh. Kyrie's so he's smaller. Right. So it's, the defense, I think, is going to be... Scoring's not going to be a problem. Right. The defense is where it's going... And I think that's where Derek Lively comes in with protection at the rim. Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway's going to have to... Buy into three and D more. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, cause he is the three. Yeah. But where's the D? You, gotta, you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta buy into that more, and just you gotta find out. You gotta find some guys who just buy in on defense. That Josh Green guy, he I think he's gonna have to turn into a defensive stopper because your offense isn't there. Mm-hmm. And then just Grant Williams got to play better. Okay, but they're in a. This year is going to be better. They're not missing the playoffs again. Okay, all right, I'll I got that it. Confidently. I love it. I love it. So that's, that's so that's the dynamic duo award of the week, right, baby? Dynamic duo of the week. I love it, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Now check this out, people. We got to show some love to our women's sports. We love women's sports, and we're thinking about y'all as well. We're showing you some love, so let's give a little quick little update. Let's start here. Women's college basketball. Now, Don Staley's South Carolina basketball team goes over to France and shows their complete dominance, baby, beating Notre Dame 100 to 71. You got my girl, six foot seven, senior Camilla Cardosa, who was a backup to your girl, Aaliyah Boston. Shout out to Aaliyah. She's in a WNBA now. She dropped 20 points. Cardosa did with a double-double, 15 rips to seal the win. Don Staley has these guys, these girls, excuse me. These gals. These gals primed for another playoff, I mean, for another championship run. I mean, she's really doing a thing. Give me your take on Don. You know, she was a hometown girl. She was in the WNBA, the Charlotte Steam. Now she the coach of South Carolina, and she looking good, bro. I really like what Don is doing in South Carolina. 
Yeah, and she's been just breaking in so much talent year in and year out that, and she did it again this year. Uh, Malia Ford, while he's coming in, freshman, she's gonna be a problem. She 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 plays like a Kyrie out there, and she's gonna, she's gonna be hard to stop. And right. they just they're a full complete team up and down that roster. They play, they communicate well, and she has them. The culture there. Yeah. It's, the culture there is... I want to play for Don Staley. You know what I'm saying? I want to play for Don, man. I want to give her what I got. I'm yeah. ready to ball, hey. you know? She, they're a great team, man. They're a great team. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they're doing, it man. I like to from, catch their games, too. It starts from coaching. It does. It starts from coaching. Okay, now listen. The defending women's NCAA champions, the LSU and Angel Reese, get mollywhopped by the Colorado Bluffs women basketball team, 92-78. to 78. LSU does bounce back with a little cake win with Queens, North Carolina, 112-55. But I know Coach Kim Mulkey thought that her LSU team would be 2-0 right now. That did not happen. But what you think? They going to get it right? Is it going to be South Carolina and LSU again? They, I, I think they do. I think they figure it out. I think it's just Colorado was hot. <laughs> they was making everything. Yeah. And, and LSU couldn't. And that's the thing. Colorado didn't come out scared either. They didn't. They, out, no, they was not they scared didn't come at all. Out intimidated by LSU. Number one <laughs> ranking. Coming off a championship. We don't care. We don't care. <laughs> We're going to ball tonight. Yeah, they came in and played physical. Bang dangerous around. Mm hmm. They was in everybody's face. Heavy Van Leaf was struggling to get the ball up the court. Right. And like I said. They hit everything. They, they did. Was making everything. So that was just a any given day. Yeah, that's any true. Day game. And they're trying to figure out. They did get a lot of, and like we said, they could be spoiled by talent. Yeah. I think they're going to have to figure out how to get, because they brought in Haley Van Leaf, arguably one of the best point guards in the nation. They brought in uh, Aaliyah Monroe from Maryland. Uh-huh. Just as good as Adrian Reese on the board. Right. And, Arguably a better scorer down there in the paint. Mm-hmm. You still got Flaze Johnson. You bring in the number one recruiting class. You got to figure out how to get all these people on the court. <laughs> you got to figure out how to get them on the court and get them involved and put them in position to do what they do. Exactly. So exactly. It's going to be a, a figuring it out thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not... It hasn't changed my opinion of LSU. Yeah. Yo, not not that. I just think that they got shocked. They got... And letting them know that this is not going to be no cakewalk, even though they got a cake win. Yeah. You're going to have to make it do what it do. And I think, like, women's basketball is just in a better state than it's ever been. I love watching women's basketball. All levels. Yes. All levels. Because we're going to go a little further. We ain't finished. Low goal. Caitlin Clark and the women Iowa Hawkeyes win back-to-back, baby. Clark scored 44 points to beat Virginia Tech by 480-76. But here's the kicker. Clark is going to need more offensive help in order to go to the next level because she's shooting her arm off and, and she's doing what she needs to do. But the next Closest, highest player on that team offensively only gave her 12 points to go with her 44. Talk to me. Yeah, that's mad love, Caitlin. Logo. Oh, yeah, shout out, man. I wish I would have known she was playing in Charlotte the other night. Oh, yeah, exactly. I wish I would have known they was playing. We would have come to check you out. We'll check you out next time, Caitlin. I ain't had no idea. (laughs) Logo. (laughs) But, yeah, that's just what bit him in the butt last year. Yeah. You You get to the finals. Against a more fuller team, yeah, to where they can get scoring from. Where I wouldn't even say scoring, just they can get production from everybody on the floor. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to contribute something. But even last year, the freshman, it was a I can't think of a name for LSU. Freshman came in, and hit two big threes. Right. Where was you getting that from? It's just you can't put it all on Caitlin. You cannot. As, as great as she is. You're going to wear her out, man. I mean, it's like her arm is going to get tired. She is going to get fatigued, and you're going to have to give her a break. I don't see how many minutes is in a game, a game on that. You, I don't, 40, 40 minutes? 40 minutes. I, she can't play 39 every single game. She's going 110% every time. No. But it's just, I think she's leading in almost every category for their team. Mm-hmm. It's just, y'all guys are 
getting spoiled. I I think I, that's been the theme of this show. <laughs> you guys are getting spoiled with just knowing that she can. Right. She doesn't. She shouldn't have to though. Cause you're not gonna win with it. Mm-hmm. You're not. You got to the finals last year. Yeah. I don't think you repeat that run. And I think they simply ran out of gas. They locked up Caitlyn, and then they the they just you ran put, out of gas. Put my best defender on Caitlyn and make them beat us somewhere. Throw bodies at her. Make them beat us somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they haven't shown that they can do that. Right. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to take and we're going to keep a close eye on the girl logo, Caitlin Clark. She's doing very very well, and uh, we're going to uh, uh, see uh, how all this just kind of shake out. Out. Uh, we wish the very best for you, and trust me, we will be watching the games. Oh, honorable mention: UNC beat Gardner Webb 102-49. Hey, everybody needs some exercise, baby. Go, man. But we're going to look to see what our UNC girls can do this year. That's University of North Carolina. All right. Listen, let me ask you a quick little question. Uh, any college football uh, standouts this week? Any games we need to be paying attention to? I didn't even, all I knew is the Clemson played Georgia Tech right now. Uh-huh. I'm not even. I don't even want to go in there and check on that game. Yeah, and then um, you know, Colorado's playing number twenty three Arizona. That might be going on right now as yeah. well. Do you feel like I don't know what that's doing? But and what about them big shakers up with the one, two, three, four, five? I was trying to. I was just trying to look up they who they playing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know how it is. I taking um, we we see oh, uh, you know which ones is gonna. I don't think it's gonna be too much of a move this weekend, but you know it's still gonna be some good games to check out and watch yeah. with them names up there. Hey, check this out. You know, j- just you want to sneak this in too. Uh, Texas won. The Texas Rangers won the Super Bowl. Now, I just wanted to follow up on that. Didn't want to forget about it. You said they was gonna win three two. They did you one better and won four one. So hey, it is what it is, right? Yeah, I, uh, I was right at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely you was. You was right at the end of the day. But listen, but check this out. We told you we was gonna give you just a little small, little taste, a little special report in the association. Just a little NBA, you know, kind of news, little top story, little situation. Uh, first of all, uh, Weezy is saying if the Lakers want to win another title, they gotta get rid of AD. We spoke about this before. How does getting rid of AD make our team better? <laughs> I'm just a messenger. I'm just a mailman. He just need to drop another card. Don't don't worry. And he and I think he has. Okay, moving on. Uh, Steph Curry, he isn't doing some of the scoring. He doing all the scoring. How that gonna work out? There is just. Clay Thompson's got to get back to knocking down shots. Man, when he, I mean, he ain't been the same since that since injury. He came back from that injury. He ain't been the same. Productivity ain't been that way. I don't know. And then it's just Andrew Wiggins, I think, is trying to take a step back due to the CP3 coming in. But we don't need you to do that. No, we need you to step forward, not back. Pull forward. But, again, Steph is one of those guys, he's going to pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Never need it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like Caitlin Clark. You don't want him to have to do this for 82 games. Right. When it comes down to it, he's going to be worn out. He's going he's gonna to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. He's going to catch up. Yeah. That is true. That's true. So we, I guess we're going to have to see what's what because um, I, 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 uh, Chris Paul, you know, he's on the downside of his career, and I think he is going to give a spark off the bench, but he's going to manage a lead. He ain't going to take over no game. Yeah, no. Yeah, okay. All right, listen. So, check this out. What about the fact, and I just wanted to go back to our Lakers for just one quick second. Big Perk, Kendrick Perkins said, ain't nobody playing for a contract, and the Lakers need a third star. Where's that third star going to fall out of the sky? That's it. Who are we supposed to try to go get? Yeah. Who are we supposed to try to go get? That's all of it. Um, I can guess we hit up the Bulls, talk about Demar and Zach, but do we want to give up the assets that we would have to? Right. We would have to give up Austin Reeves, Rui, something like that. And I don't think we... Rui's playing better. Rui's playing better. He's he's still struggling offensively. Yeah. But you don't, you don't trade him for because of that, especially coming off of what he did in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Austin Reeves. He is struggling. Mm-hmm. But do we give up on him... Just to bring it, and we've seen the three star situation not work for guys, right? So unless you say we bring in a group of players who's going to help collectively, I don't think we trade a group of players to bring in one guy. I right. don't think one guy is fixing 
anybody's problems in the NBA. So you you do feel that the solution is somewhere hidden in that roster, but there, the, uh, uh, Ham, D-Ham, is going to have to figure it out. Figure it out. It's going to be something. It's going to be a five that we can put together. Yeah. To where we can, not even just a five, the rotations of everything. Yeah. It's going to be something that we put together. And just the flow of how the game should, how the game we wanted to go. Yeah. And I think we're going to be fine. Okay. Like I said, our biggest problem right now is just mission size. Oh, yeah. Eventually, those will start to fall, and we'll get right back. We'll be right back into the swing of things. That's why I don't want people to press the panic button so early. It's not time to press the panic button, people. Just give them a minute to work it out now. D-Ham is working on the roster as we speak. He done already benched uh, Reeves, put Cam Reddish in, and did something, came out with a win. So just give him a minute. Give him some chance, man. All right, listen. LaMelo Ball, and I quote, if I miss a lot of shots, I'm going to make a lot of shots. He, They just won. So talk to me. Is he rounding out? Is he getting it done? Is he is he, is he, is he turning it on? I said it last game. I said it last after last game. That ankle looks a lot better. He looks a lot more comfortable. And now I think he's going to start getting back into LaMelo Ball's style of play. Right. He's going to be a lot better moving forward. The team around him just has to keep up there level of play. Right. And I think we'll be in a good position. I think playing is the lowest right now. Mm-hmm. I think we can we might be able to find a way to sneak into the back end of just straight playoffs as that six seed. Right. But it'll have to be we put together a string of some good wins. Right, exactly. And it has to be late in the season too. Yeah. We're gonna have to put together a, Don't lose it early. No. Nah. That's why I say just stay in contention right now. Yeah. Stay afloat. Right. And then later on, once y'all start getting that chemistry right, Brandon Miller gets used to the physicality and this shot gets smoother. He has nothing but upside. Yeah, it's going – we're in the right we, – and that's the thing. I think we did the right things. Mm-hmm. I think we did the right things. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be continuing to do those right things. Who who, who, who out there want to coach and need – who you got? Who What would be a good fit for the coach right now for the Charlotte Hornets? Just 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 give me give me about two names. Right now, go pick up Doc Rivers. Where's Doc at? Exactly. He. I, oh, so I did see him on the TV the yeah, other I, day. I, that's what just popped. I heard. Yeah, yeah. He he commentating. Go pick up Doc and I, go call uh Mark Jackson. Yeah. All these guys with proven records, mm-hmm. not Steve Clifford. <laughs> you heard it here first. You got some people out there. Come on, Hornets. We want to win. Listen, Denver. Of course, we said beat the Warriors. Was that to be expected? Yeah. Okay, it is what it is. Now, and we said this before, Paul George is concerned about where his Clippers and the direction they are going. He only had eight last game. What you think now? Is it going to do what it do? They got to get James Harden to play that leading the league and assist style of ball. Right. That get the ball. Pass first, pass shoot first. second. Pass first and shoot when I'm needed. <laughs> Even better. See <laughs> what I'm needed. Right. <laughs> let, let these guys, let these guys, or even if he plays off the ball more and mm-hmm. let Russ become that pass for it, which I don't, I think it's too late to convert Russ into that. He is who he is. He is who he is. He's going, I think his just style of play mm-hmm. doesn't. Bone well, it doesn't fit well with trying to be pass first, right? Because he's all about momentum. He's all about getting downhill, getting to the rim, kicking out things like it's. It's all a speed game with him. Mm-hmm. James Harden, I think, is a better fit for that pass first. He he is slow and methodical mm-hmm. with his game, his approach to it, and he has the soul that he can lead the league in assists. He has right. soul that he can do it. Take less shots. Make more pass. <laughs> and there it is. Simple. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Wait a minute. We got something else to say. Let me check over these. I did pull up some of these Week 11 college football games. Okay. So we have number 11 just beat Virginia. Expected upset. Texas Tech not, takes off. Texas Tech knocks off number 19, Kansas 16 to 13. All number right. 8, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Picks up a win over unranked Kentucky, 49-21. The big game so far has been Michigan-Penn State. Michigan found a way to win, 24-15. Tulane beats Tulsa, 24-22. Number 25-ranked Liberty is up 38-3 against Old Dominion. Colorado right now sits 21-17 with 22 seconds left going into halftime. And the bigger games of the, with more college playoff implications, Will be Washington against Utah at 330. 
Then we have Georgia number one playing number ten, Mrs. Ole Miss at seven. And you go, we got to shout out this uh, UNC game. Yeah, they got duped today. Okay, you know, Conroe rivalry right there. Absolutely. And then this is a big game. I know UNC USC is unranked right now, but they're still a good football team. Right. They hit a skid. They still have the number one quarterback in the nation, mm. Caleb Williams, and they do play number six Oregon tonight. Okay. Hey, watch it. It's something to think about. Trust me. This show right here, this podcast show, we up and direct current, letting you know what happened, when it happened, okay? you Tune in. We're going to tell you about it. Donald and Donald Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it because we enjoyed you. So listen, you know what it is. Hey, please join us next time for the Donald and Donald Podcast. And remember, listen, drink your water and don't forget to stretch yeah yeah man and trust the process no matter what season you're in because you don't know when the wind is coming absolutely we can't wait to get, for y'all to tune in for it next time we love it we love y'all hey double d upset alert miami over florida state there it is get him <laughs>